All right, we back. We back. We back. We back. We back. We back again. We back. We back. We back. We back. We back. We back. Hey. Do you feel good? Cause I feel great. Oh, you mute? Yeah. Oh, okay. <laughs> That's what we're doing today. What up, Podcast Land? It's your boy, Brent Tell. And the voice you heard was uh, Stephanie Seeley X. Seems uh, like I'm going to live that yeah. name down. Uh, like, <laughs> long uh, hiatus. Um, hopefully, uh, Melania J calls us back. Um. Oh yeah, this is the I can't afford to quit podcast. Um, streaming on every major platform: iTunes, SoundCloud, Stitcher, Podomatic, Podbean, etc. Wherever you uh, get podcasts in your ear holes, we are there. Um, what you been up to? Nothing much. Nothing. Nothing too much. Okay, that's all you got. Okay. Uh, <laughs> I tried. Um, I've been surviving. Well, that's good. This surviving town is, good. is this 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 town is something. Oh, yes. So, yeah. are you so you're learning to navigate? Yeah. Good. Good. Uh, we we talked about things as far as in the political realm of mm-hmm. how to navigate um, I'm, I'm glad that you're learning how to do that uh, because you know hard. I feel like you know the Angela inner Angela Davis in you <laughs> is just waiting to come out <laughs> Uh, yeah, I'm holding it in. No, don't hold it in for the right moment. Oh, for the right moment. Okay, that's yeah. cool. You know, you can't be too black <laughs> in this who? town. In this town, mm-hmm. you can't be too black. You can't look that ethnic. You know, you look really ethnic here in Fremont, Ohio. It's just it's too much. It's the whole stare. That's. I think that's good. Yeah, it is to a certain extent. But say hello when you stand. <laughs> Cause me, I'm quick. Like when the kids be staring, hello. Mm-hmm. You staring? It's just been. It's just it's different. Okay. It's it's different. I'm learning to. Is this uh, is culture shock for you? I'm still in shock. Yeah. I'm still in shock. I've been in. I was in Chicago, my whole life. Mm. That's all I know. So. It's okay. It's okay to cry. Um, <laughs> I'm working through it, you all. I'm working through it. Um, TV shows. Okay. It's been a while since we did this. Yeah. You are watching Atlanta, and you are watching The Shot. Yes. So which one would Shout you like to talk to about? Lena. Lena. Yes. That's the best show ever. Which Which one you want to talk about first? The Shot. Okay. <laughs> Let's all get right. to it. Let's get to it. <laughs> Let's get to uh, it. We are, what, six, no, seven episodes in? Yes. Seven. Because this Sunday is the season finale. Anytime they have, like, eight shows for the season, you know it's fire. Yeah. Short seasons equal fire most of the time. And 
Tashai is one of those shows. But that also lets you know that the season finale is going to be like that whole cliffhanger, that whole... Yeah, we're going to bring, bring it. We're going to come back and make you wait. Like, what's going to happen with this? It's usually somebody get kidnapped or somebody such and such. you like, oh, what's going to happen to them? Like the Game of Thrones. Like when you seen, you know... Um, Power. Power is a good one. Yeah. So they cliffhangers. Um... I don't know, man. I just, I'm a fan. <laughs> I'm a fan. Uh, what you got? Jason Mitchell as Brandon. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, dude, it's Nigerian. I can't even proceed pronounce his name. I never seen him in nothing else. Uh, Ronnie. Yeah. I didn't know that. Yeah. Uh, Jacob Lattimore is Emmett. With his yeah. Ass. Um. <laughs> don't look. Look. <laughs> Emmett represents all those men, all those 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 fuck boys that okay. just don't know how to pull out. Pull out game is weak. Mm-hmm. Just gonna say that. Don't want to use a condom. Mm-hmm. And he just man materialistic. But like you know, as the show went on, as his character developed, you started to see you know they they fleshed his character out. Yeah, they fleshed his character character out. He has morals. He has all that. He just dumb. He's just dumb. I'm rooting for Emmett. I am. I'm rooting for Emmett. I'm rooting for his stupid ass. I'm rooting for Emmett. My favorite character is Grandma Ethel because she definitely do not play. LaDonna Title? Is that her name? Um, Alex Hibbert plays Kevin. I'm a fan of Kevin. Mm. Look, Kevin is, is great. Mm-hmm. But, Papa. Yes. <laughs> where, they don't, do they have him? Oh, they don't have it. Why are you even in the top? Papa's the best part of the show. They don't have him. Yeah, he is. He's such an old soul, and I think that's that's why. <laughs> he said this is my me time. Yeah. <laughs> and he's whittling <laughs> with music playing in the background. Oh, my God, it was this so was funny. like a 10, 11-year-old kid. Yeah. Yeah. He said, just, he had church music in the background. <laughs> I'm whittling. I'm making a gift for my mom. Like, what is whittling? I'll Google that. <laughs> Google that. Uh-huh. But the show is really good only because it shows Chicago in a, a much more uh, positive light. Mm-hmm. I think it does. Let's see, got Laverne, which is Brandon and Cookie's mom. Um, that's old. Quentin. Quentin. OGQ. Yeah. yeah. His character, growing up in Chicago, you I've always you see seen that? his character. Mm-hmm. Always. I think all the characters that she put in the show... Represent the neighborhoods. Represent all... Yeah, the neighborhoods. Represent, you know, even with Brandon. You know, even with him working for those people. Like, he's probably a better chef than everybody, but he's working at this job. Mm-hmm. Or um, Laverne, her son died. Coogie mm-hmm. died. So now she's going to sell the family building that's been in the family for how many years? Right. But look at the neighborhood. Right. Hmm. You hear what I'm saying? Um, I like how they fleshed Laverne's character out because at first she was riffing about everything 
and it really was no. I I want to know the backstory of why, what what got her to the point of being so angry before Coogie even passed away. You know. What yeah. Saying? Like she was still like, she was jumping off on everything. So I want to know they they should do a little bit more backstory of why she's why she's so angry. You know what I mean? Probably gonna do a backspin in season two. But yeah. I mean, even you know, even with Brandon telling um. What's her um? Jericho. No, not well, Jericho. Look at you. I'm waiting to talk. <laughs> I know you are. You're so thirsty. <laughs> I'm talking about um. Tiffany Boom. Shout out. Yeah, she's so beautiful. So so beautiful. Mm-hmm. His um his mother's um husband. What is his name? But anyway, Brandon was talking to him. He was telling him, you know, I've. My mother done had a lot of run, a lot of bad run-ins with men, and I think that accounted for you know why she is the way she is. But okay. it's just the contrast of the characters, you know how they're showing uh, Chicago. But Chicago needed a show anyway; it needed a show. It I'm, ne- happy. I'm happy that the, the show is it's 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 not it's not. Like a super hit yet? Mm-hmm. It's still kind of on a cultic level. Yeah. But it's fire. It is. So it is. It it's is. just only a matter of time before everybody else get it, and then it's gonna be like the fucking wire, and then it's not gonna be cool no more. Cause it, you know what I'm saying? I'm, but the wire was good. It was good until it became like until it crossed over. Oh, to the to the, the other side, yeah. the lighter side of things. Yeah. Okay. And then it was. Uh, I'm sorry, the wider side of things. Yeah. You know that's that's kind of like how um a different world was. Oh, I'm sorry. That's a season. It's nine, nine episodes. Oh, this was nine. Yeah. So the season, but the season finale is still on Sunday. Yeah. It's so that's ten. Oh wow. Wow. Okay. But to um, Jerrica and Brandon's characters, I like their characters, and I like how she really, really just represented like all of the different. Even even with it being Chicago, how it represented like the the quintessential fuck boy, the mm-hmm. hardworking, you know, young African American male that's really, really trying to, you know, leave that neighborhood, leave that life, better himself. Mm-hmm. You know, the detective with the heart of gold. <laughs> you get what I'm saying? The young boy really trying to discover himself, trying to fit in, trying to, you know, that whole coming of age thing. Yeah, you, that's, that's, what's, that's what makes it great because you got, you have the street element and then you have this coming, coming of age story as well. Mm-hmm. Which, like, that genre... Is coming back with like Stranger Things uh-huh. and stuff like this. People like now, to see that's kids. The f- oh. You know what I mean? Let's not talk about that show. Right. It, it's, <laughs> it's you got that element as well as everything else that's going on. So it's a very fleshed out screenplay and like just story all along, all together. Um, I think this is this is the the, the my only gripe with it is that. Papa ain't in it every week. <laughs> That's it. 
Mm. I need, I need, oh, or the kids. You gotta have the kids every week. You gotta show me the kids every week because they carry the show. That's what makes the show great because the kids acting. Jake is all right. Drake, Jake is he all right? But the talent is in Kevin and in Papa. It is. It is. It is, but the, I mean, the show itself, first off, it's taped in the greatest city in the world, Chicago. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm just, I was excited when I found out that, Somebody when I found out about it. it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. From that cultural aspect and just, you know, really hitting those characters, really, you know, being very descriptive with all of the characters. Mm-hmm. The clothes, yeah. The clothes that they wear mm-hmm. is dope. Yeah, it's the style, right? It's, well, it's, that's it's how they dress. Style. Like, it is. It's, it's urban. That's my word. No, nah, you can look at you can look at you can say urban, but look at Atlanta. They not fly like that on mm-hmm. that show. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like they, everybody be fly. Like if you look at everybody jeans from the kids to everybody, they jeans, all of that, they outfits, all everything is on point. But when I say urban, maybe because I'm here. But like urban, just, I, when I hear that, I have this, this, this negative connotation. Like <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like Chicago, what a lot of people don't really Chicago is like really artsy. Right. Really, really artsy. Really, you know, um, eccentric. Mm-hmm. It's because it's a melting pot. It's so diverse. Mm-hmm. So that's why the clothes, the clothes represent that. And it's, oh, I just love the show. I <laughs> love everything about it, the show. Okay, with you being from Chicago, does it does it put you like I'm back home? Yeah, because my kids watch it mm-hmm. with me. <laughs> <laughs> my kids watch it with me. It does. It does. Even like. Them going on the north side, or even that um, that uh, that episode when Emmett was selling them shoes, mm-hmm. he's selling it right under the white knock on Fifty Fifth. Mm-hmm. So it's like you seeing that. It's like oh, I miss home so much. <laughs> <laughs> every time I seen it, every time I seen it, like I knew exactly where the restaurant that Brandon worked at. Mm-hmm. That's really not a restaurant. Oh, it's not. Like if you were to go there right now, there wouldn't be a restaurant right there. Mm-hmm. First, of course, they were filming there. Yeah. Of course, they were feminine. But it used to be a breakfast joint. Hmm. It used to be a breakfast joint. And then oh. they closed it down. But that was on the north side, like right off Addison. It's like, oh, I knew where everything was at. Because <laughs> I miss home so much. But the show in itself, from 1 to 10, I give it a 1,000. Because mm-hmm. it's, it's a really good show. It's well directed. Except for, look... <clears throat> Brentel has this really big thing about calling acting. He really can't act, but I mean. Oh, I forgot. Thank you. <laughs> this nigga. That's the other thing that I don't that's like your other about this. That's <laughs> <your> other great. <laughs> we know you produce it. You ain't got to be in it. You ain't got to be in it, bro. You could have set this one out. But I'm just saying, like, let, can he have his shit? No, you can't. He can't act. He don't need to be in it. Can he have his shit? No. Shine? This, okay, this this is what I want to do. He's a producer. Okay, this Shine is a producer. <laughs> this is what I want you to know. I think when 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 people who are not from Chicago, when you think about Chicago, when you think about on a more entertainment front, who who come to mind first? Kanye. Yeah, and then it's Common, <laughs> then it's Twister, 
Then it's what? No, then it's Kells, R. Kelly. Then it's Twisted. It's kind of like that. Like when you think about it, the name shoot out. Mm-hmm. But like if you was in a room full of people and you say, like when you think about Chicago, <laughs> it's really the <laughs> I'm just saying, comedy comes up. Comedy comes okay. up. Okay. He could. He should have just been common. <laughs> He could have been in as common. Shout out to Common. Shout <laughs> out to him. more active. That nigga said, "What's bothering you, brother?" <laughs> nigga, if you man, leave him alone. I swear that better been one take. If they had to do that a bunch of times, I, oh, I'm about to grow up my hair out so I can pull it out. <laughs> Let Common have his shine on the show. Mm-hmm. Let him have his shine. Do it. Um. <laughs> It just even even the, the the last this last episode where him and Ronnie had that 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 moment. Ronnie had to carry that. If imagine if it was common crying. <laughs> you know what? Now you can't. You can't. You. About- you can't. Can you? <laughs> now that you think about it, like my sister Felicia and my sister Keita, they like that movie Just Right with him and Queen Latifah. And <laughs> and now that you say something about this, it, like. It's like he just has the same face in every scene. <laughs> oh, I didn't want to admit that, but like, goddamn. The Chicago in you? Were yes, it was like, but like he do. OJ? <laughs> OJ did that shit. He, yeah, I mean, we can't even argue now. He did. <laughs> he, did mean, you see the video? Yes, I did. I was like, he forgot. He he got lost in the care in the situation. He got out of character. It was like, yeah. So I was, yeah. And I got that bitch. And I'm like, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah. No, no. What you doing? You know what? But when I think about that case, even with FX coming out with the People versus OJ, mm-hmm. even with them like really giving that first off, that little mini series was amazing because. It really put those actors, those actors really, really carried those real life characters out. Yes. Like even to the judge. The 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 wardrobe. Yes. The attention to detail in the wardrobe. Was yes. Amazing. It was. It was like they read but uh, first off, it cost the city of California how much money? I don't remember. And the case went on for over a year. Mm-hmm. So it was like, you know, they say OG is the first black man to ever get off by being black. So that's what they say. I don't think it was being, well, yeah, it was, because they turned, the way they turned that. I mean, they made the case. They made a completely racial and. But they made the case everything, everything else. Except the fact. Except the fact of Nicole and Ron. Like, they digging into the judge's life and him, his wife having an affair. You know, pulling stuff out about the um, prosecutor, huh? It was like, damn! Like, didn't two people die? <laughs> right. It's that they, his attorney, the team of attorneys, they was just brilliant. What they did, it's fucked up that all these years later we found out the truth and whatnot. You know, it's it's unfortunate. Well, but I don't think OJ gonna stay out. But I'm just saying, you know, let everybody know that's what happens when you leave Wakanda. Mm. <laughs> wow. Okay. I'm just saying, it's just gonna throw it out there. Oh, wow. <sighs> okay. Shout out to Wakanda. Now you uh, know. Now, okay, let's <laughs> let's go back. Let's re-rescue. Now you already it. know 
that if it was a sister, like... Oh, it wouldn't have been okay? It wouldn't have been that. Like, oh, nigga, you want to come up in here with a knife, huh? You want to try to stab somebody? Yeah. That's how that would have ended. Instead, oh, and it just been a domestic dispute. Yeah, that's what it would have been. Well, who put this hole in the wall? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Why is all these clothes out here in the lot? <laughs> that's what it would have been. But that's what happened when you leave Wakanda. So he'll be all right. Um... <laughs> uh, let's see what else we got for Atlanta. We gotta flesh this out. Um, not Atlanta, but the shot. Uh, it's so wish I really wish you would have been up down to do a review at the every episode. Oh, I'm sorry. We could do off season review. We could like just rewatch yeah. that episode and just no off season that means we do the whole season mm-hmm. and we just flesh it out you know episode by episode okay um I want to do that I really want to do that we should we should we should we should do that and Atlanta too cause Atlanta oh the, the, the show is first off um I'm gonna marry you Childish Gabino. Donald Glover. Donald Glover. Donald Glover. I want to marry you. I want to marry you. I want to marry your mind. I mean, his brother's part of it, too. I know, but I I need the direct source. I need the connect. His brother might be the connect. I want him. Shit. Just point back to it. I want him. can't sing. (laughs) (sighs) The, The show. Atlanta, the first season, brilliant, amazing, amazing writing. We talked about it. Yeah, we talked about it. We definitely talked about it. We praised it on the first season. I know. And we were disappointed that we had to wait till 2018 yeah. to come back. And it dis- it did not disappoint. That's what makes it even better. Mm-hmm. They, they came out the gate with Alligator Man. They came out strong. And then what they... like. This is what I love about the show. The music is 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 what I I really like. It's like mm-hmm. once they they the opening scene and then when it cuts to you know them doing the credits, it's like always new music. Mm-hmm. Like what is that? Damn, let me Google yeah, that. That's right. <laughs> let me Google but that it'd be shit. From Atlanta too. Yeah. It be Atlanta music and, and also what I like about it is that they had these characters. They introduced new characters. And then mm-hmm. they just throw them away. You know what I mean? Yeah. They only had like one or two reoccurring characters since the show started. Mm-hmm. That weren't the actual star. You know what I mean? The actual, uh, what do you call it? Stars of the show. Yeah. And that just, that's a sign of great writing. It is. Like, but did you, it's, okay, going back, we, we were talk about episode one where Cat Williams opened the door. <laughs> Like once he opened the door, I'm like, "Yo, this is about to okay. All uh-huh. right, there we go." Because I didn't know I was like I didn't want to be let down. I didn't want to be let down. Once I seen that was the uncle, uh-huh. I was like, "Okay, all right. Now we settle in. Mm-hmm. Now we can put our seatbelt on. Yeah, we we'll just ride it. We we'll mm-hmm. go ride the steak out." So. <laughs> um, what is his name? Uncle Willie. Yeah, Uncle Willie, which mm-hmm. is Earn and. And Paperboy, they uncle? Mm-hmm. Or is it, is, is it um, Paperboy's dad? They really didn't clarify. But no, that's his uncle. 
That's that's um. You right. You, okay, it's both of their uncle then. That is because that the Cause, house. Cause cause um. How Earn and uh, Paperboy related is um Al's mom. Yeah. And she passed away. Mm-hmm. So yeah, that's their uncle. Yeah, but that 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 house that he has, that's in um Paperboy's name. Right. So that's why he told him to go over there and check on <laughs> and check on him. So now she said kidnapping. <laughs> and the police is at the door though. He said, Yeah, y'all come in here and we'll let this alligator out. <laughs> and then it's the kids out there talking about it is an alligator in there. He said, Do we got an alligator? He do. <laughs> he the alligator man. <laughs> But it was a real alligator. Shit ever. Like everybody standing outside because the police out there first off. So now you go get a crowd when you see the police out and there. And they know it's his house. This the alligator man house. Oh man. That's what made it so funny. And then you see a whole alligator come out. And then we. Yes. And then they. That was fucking genius. Oh, God. That's part of the episode when the alligator came out. <sighs> he said, I ain't gonna do shit because you ain't gonna do shit. <laughs> I, I, I ain't gonna do shit because I ain't did shit and you ain't gonna do shit. Mm-hmm. Oh, God. <sighs> it was hilarious. Oh, classic. Classic. Another classic episode. Man. Mm-hmm. Um, what else? Uh, what? Else? How did the first one start out? And because they always start with some something musical, right? Oh, the robbing scene at the beginning when yes. they tried to rob the uh, Popeyes. Mm-hmm. Damn! I was like, "Whoa, that's just for the weed, dark. though." Yeah, for the weed. But I mean, that just set the whole contrast, though. So you know, that's gonna come back. That character gonna come back. That's gonna tie in with something. Mm-hmm. Donald, I love you. Marry me. <laughs> Just marry um, your mind. Oh. Let's see, let's see. Uh, episode two. It started off with your boy. Oh, man. <laughs> this is the funniest shit. <laughs> Sporting waves. No. Remember, dude, Rob Paperboy. His <laughs> connect, Roger. <laughs> it's the way he did it. <laughs> it's the way he did it. He was so apologetic, like, bro. <laughs> I'm sorry, man. <laughs> he said, I'm going to pay you back. <laughs> then he goes talking about, give me your keys, because I don't want you chasing me or nothing. Like, who says that? Who says the, the that? The part where he, he's sitting in the back, he's sitting in the back seat, and he's trying to get out the car, and he got a child lock on the car, bro. Like, he did not <gasps> think this through. <laughs> He tried to help him get out the car. He tried to roll it at the window. He's like, nigga, that's the window. <laughs> at this point, Paperboy was, he was irritated. Because he was like, man, look, I'm sorry. I'm sorry I had to do this. <gasps> that shit was so Like, how you going to be? He asked where Darius was. And he said, tell him I said what's up. <laughs> but you robbing me, though. <laughs> oh, God. That was so damn funny. That was, that was the... That was funny as hell. Like, bro. <sighs> and it was, it was dope how he lined him up, though. Because he was setting him up the whole time. Mm-hmm. He was talking about this, his album. Like, oh, you making money off the album, man. You good. This money ain't going to hurt you. Oh. Like, 
But I knew what he was doing that like when he was saying that like I'm I'm ready to rob you. I'm about to get you real quick. And then was so apologetic about it though. I'm gonna pay you back. He driving, he driving next to him like, yeah. like they broke up. He like maybe just get back in the car. <laughs> Uh, he, he said, "Bro, I'm, I'm, I'm sorry about this, man. I'm, I'm a baby man." <laughs> <sighs> See, man, I said, "What the fuck?" And that's, that's why. Yes, and that's why he won best comedy. Man, that's he talking about well, Tracy. He, he's a recurring character. Yeah, he is. He's, he's living with Paperboy at his new house. <sighs> My Tracy dog, man. <sighs> I love this character. I do too. He uh, <laughs> Earn finally gets his money back for them dogs in the, in the first season. Which yeah, is dope that they called that back. Yeah. Um, I, low key, you know, kind of be like stealing scenes on mm. a very low key. Mm-hmm. Darius. Yeah, he do. Yeah. If you listen, if you you got to watch it the second time. If you watch it with the caption on and mm-hmm. see what he be saying. Yeah. You, you, know right, right, right. <laughs> you know I got captured on my TV. You know I got captured on my TV. The lines that he says. Like, yeah. You don't catch them on the first round because they're so nonchalant. Mm-hmm. But when you go back and you listen, like, what'd he say? What'd he say? Or oh, I just got to I just gotta go in that house, man. The, the vibes. Yeah. Like, what the fuck? It's, it's, it's just the vibes. <laughs> it, they're strong. <laughs> Like, Bro, it's a kidnapping going on. Yeah, <laughs> you talking about? Vibes? And he's sitting in there. He in the house looking around. He said, "No, the first one I didn't. I didn't catch it." He said, "Yeah, man, it's an alligator and a bunch of chicken carcasses in there, man. It's, it's like an azalea. What he said? What's that mean? Azalea bank Snapchat. Yeah." <laughs> Cause you know she be doing voodoo and shit. Yeah, like, and when she did the whole thing, killing that chicken. Oh my god, that was just hilarious. But I like his character the most. Oh, you like Darius? Yes. I think his character just really—he's—I don't know what—I don't even know how to explain his character because he's comic relief, but like, com- like that's his he. He saves a lot of scenes when it when shit like fucked up shit happens, yeah. and he just say something that just carry the, the scene. But like on. even when he was telling Earn about Florida Man. Oh, I forgot about <laughs> oh Florida Man. Him and his his uh conspiracies be great. Uh, and it's like, but this is my whole thing. Somebody's writing that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Donald, want, I love you, baby. Yes, yes. Somebody's writing Florida that man. though. He said, he said, nigga, I ain't crazy. I ain't Florida man. man. <laughs> <laughs> and dude said, there he said, I told you. <laughs> <laughs> when they was in the car listening to that music, he was like, yeah, you just turn the music back on. You want to turn your music back on? Like, this shit ain't nowhere near true. And I'd rather listen to this music. The music he was listening to. He was mad. He yeah. Was mad. I want to know what they was mad at each other about. Paperboy and Derek. You'll find out. Oh, yeah. You'll find out. And it probably was over something so simple. (laughs) So just dumb. Because that girl was there. She was was getting food. It might have to do with something that girl being around. Because he wasn't. Anytime she's not around, he cool. 
Because he was bringing Paperboy food. That's really his, what he does. You know what I'm saying? He cooks, stuff like that, right? Mm-hmm. If she bringing food, there's really no need for him. Mm-hmm. So. Who knows? Probably her vibes he picking up. He probably seen some shit. You never know. Um, but back to Tracy, dog. <laughs> Nigga. When this is how I knew. This is how I knew when in the second episode where Aaron gets that money, he got four thousand dollars back for the for the dogs. Which that that episode was hilarious because he <laughs> needed what a couple hundred dollars. Yeah, and Darius didn't know the urgency in which that he needed the money, so he set him up with this this plan to breed these dogs, and that was Ern's cut was the four thousand oh, dollars yeah. of what the breed the breeding made or whatever, right? So to think, I was thinking like if that was his cut, how much it was made? Yeah, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, but anyway. So he got $4,000. Tracy come out the back room eating cereal like he always is. Yes. <laughs> In the do-rag. They cooking. <laughs> they baking. He said, I got him baking. They baking right now. Talk about his waves. But he tells Ern that he can double his money with a gift card scam that he has. Which is called cracking cards. Right. So. Wow. I'm thinking... Okay, you gonna give him like five? You feel me? <laughs> Let him double that. See how that go. You know what I'm saying? You might do it again. Yeah. If it went well. Mm-hmm. But not for the the entire amount. The, the whole four thousand on, on that card though. And then the part when they was in the shoe store. <laughs> <laughs> and he was like, "No, I'm about to steal these. <laughs> I'm gonna take these." <laughs> They ain't got no chase policy. Like, what? <laughs> like, who has a, no chase policy? He had the boxes in his hand. And, the, and the, the poor dude. The poor dude that worked there, like, hey, how you doing? Yeah. Can I help you? Can I, so upbeat. Is there a size you want? He was like, yeah. I'm finna take these. He know I'm finna take them. He just got to keep giving me good customer service. <laughs> and he's saying this right for the dude, though. <laughs> And he hit that jog with the boxes, bro. I was like, no. no. Oh. He hit that light jog, though. Yes. Oh, my God. That do-rag flap was Yes. <laughs> oh, God. He's like, no. No. And he left Ern in there. <laughs> and Ern just looking around like, what? You really not going to chase this beggar? It's, it's really a no-chase policy. Like that's really real. Oh God! I was like, wow. <laughs> the, the, the levels of this nigga shit that happens in this just show is it's just, just so amazing. <laughs> it is. So Aaron get to shopping on the car, right? He go to buy some Pumas. Like he was nervous. Yeah. He was mad nervous. Like swipe the car and go through. He like, oh okay, cool, cool. He get out the store. He it wasn't even ten minutes. Yeah. What? Well, he was like took a couple steps out the store. Mm-hmm. And Tracy, <laughs> Tracy texted back like they're on to you. You got like twenty minutes until the car shuts off. He got the whole four thousand dollars <laughs> on that car. Yeah, I was so mad at Ern. Cause he probably I was didn't like, even you know put what? it on there. You know what? You know what? You know what, Ern? Like really. <laughs> The whole, you could have put 2000 maybe a 1000 A 1000 
the whole four thousand on the card. I was so irritated with him. <laughs> he walking in the parking lot with all that shit. Yeah. And then he left his ass. Yeah. He texts him back. He's looking for him. This is funny because he walked to that empty car- parking spot. Mm-hmm. So that means that's where Tracy was parked. Mm-hmm. And Tracy was gone. He was. This is the funniest part that we we left this out. Tracy was stealing them shoes for the interview that yeah. he had. Yeah. <laughs> Talking about I'm at this interview, dog. How what? You, how you? How you went to Princeton? How you talk to these white folks? And then he oh, goes to the interview. Oh, so and he's sitting in that interview in the lobby mm-hmm. with that do rag on, bro. I was like, <laughs> oh, see, I'm done. They, they took me out. They took me out. And he got up and he took his do rag off. Oh my god! <laughs> and the way the girl, the girl that 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 is like, come on in. Yeah. She looked at him like, nigga, now you know. She heard that that smile like you you know you ain't about to get the job. Nah. Come on in, baby. Come on in. <laughs> Thank you for coming out. You trying? Yeah. yeah. And then the man sitting there from you know when they when they when they put their fingers together like this. <sighs> well, that Professor X. Yeah. <laughs> See, this show is hilarious as hell. He was sitting there with that. Why they do that? Why they do that? That that aerial shot of his waves? Yes. Like how they do? They come really in. on like the National Geographic. Yes. Body. Like just came in on it right at the top. <laughs> like that was the opening shot. <laughs> that was the opening shot. I swear. Why? I swear, if I'd have heard like some dolphins or something, like, <laughs> swear, that would have taken me all the way. Up. I swear, his hair was so like he did he permit he had the permit to throw the do rag on. Right? Oh, probably so, but it he was like to. the line and it's like the hair didn't even fit his face. Like with the do rag on, he looks so hood. It's like as soon as he take it off, he looks like Fletcher, <laughs> <laughs> like somebody named Fletcher Doty, like. <laughs> oh man but the way his shit looked blue that's not like how yes. his hair I ain't never seen nobody hair look like that right? but his shit with his ways they was intense yeah it was super intense yeah and then the, the title of the show was called Sporting Ways oh god which is black as hell cause anybody who know like any dude who been black dude who tried to get waves know about that grease. Yeah. <laughs> that little black can <laughs> of grease. That's thick as fuck. Yeah. That, what is that? Tan? Is that it's, it's tan? Yeah. That's not yellow, it's tan. Yeah. You got damn near melted to put it in your head. I know. Oh man. Tracy Waves was just it was on his waves was on like, steroids, man. Yeah. She was a lady to tell. When I seen it, I'm like, what the fuck is going on with that? I laughed so hard. Oh my God. It was so funny. Yeah, he didn't get the job. He smacked the pencils off. He smacked the pencils off. Like, right, fuck y'all. Fuck this job. <laughs> he smacked the pencils off and he said, that's what y'all proud. Y'all need some black folks in here. <laughs> <laughs> they are KKK niggas. <laughs> <sighs> oh, that was that's the best part. 
That was the best part because you had to lead up to that and then you <laughs> Oh, they had to. How do you feel about the um, record label part? I kind of feel like that he he's probably been in that situation and he just wanted to take a shot at it. And I think that's how it is. Yeah, I think that's how it is at some places at re- at big record executives like the, like the the new record label now. That's yeah. what it is now. That. Yeah, and it kind of like. Dude, like, which is this is brilliant. Where Paperboy had to do his 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 small performance, mm-hmm. desk performance call, and that white boy was sitting in the front eating that banana. Yeah, that was symbolism. Yeah, like the way because you feel like you're just a monkey in a cat. You know what I mean? And you yeah. have to perform a circus monkey. Yeah. which is that was brilliant. That was a brilliant. That was brilliant symbolism. I love you, Donald. <coughs> <coughs> They said, I feel like there was a shot at either like, um, oh, buddy with the Yuhu cha- with the Yuhu commercial. That was and hilarious with, as hell. That, did it feel like either Chance the Rapper or um, Lil Yachty? Lil Yachty, I'm not gonna say Chance because don't. No. It felt, but he had to, he had them like that overall. Uh, thing, yeah. You know, like, See, they was, was doing too much. Yeah, that, I was they like, was doing too much. Mm, yeah. I know what you're trying to do. Yeah. I see you. I seen it too. And that's why I was like, no, don't. Yeah, the side eye. Yeah. Don't, don't, try, don't ever try to do Chance. Don't, don't ever try to do him. Oh, man. The show, oh my God. I Atlanta. I do too. I love it. Um, I do too. But no, like even watching comedies, like, even watching Atlanta, like last season, I'm just gonna go back to last season. That B A N, that B A N episode, brilliant. It's gonna go down in the books for me. Mm-hmm. Like that's up in my top five. That got it. Like that's I cried. That's my favorite episode. Oh, did you see the callback when they no. was watching TV? That Mm-mm. Dodge commercial was on the TV. Did you uh-uh. see that? Mm-mm. Watch it again. Okay. And it was the same. It was the part where dude was putting the gas and he had the it was the, that was the commercial that was on TV. I was like, really? yes, way to use that shit. That shit was the, that whole oh god, that whole episode, <laughs> that whole episode. But the price is on the can, though. <laughs> it is. That shit was hilarious. Oh, see now you done got me laughing. Hell, I'm, my throat is dry. I'm all parched and shit. From laughing and hard as hell. Man, we got we be we in forty two minutes. Right okay. Um, let's see. Let's do some stories. Mm-hmm. Get out of here. Okay. Uh, let's see. Let's do. Since we're both parents, two black students got su- suspended for posting a video of a white classmate using saying the n word. A North Carolina high school's decision over Wednesday's national school walkout quickly turned into a racist argument after one student angrily about the prospect of changing gun laws said the N-word in a Snapchat video. On March 14th, one month after the Parkland shooting, uh, students across the country will walk out of classes as a part of a nationwide debate in, uh, gun- about guns in the school. But discussion of the proposed walkout in Central Cabarrus High School in Concord, North Carolina resulted in four students getting suspended last month. Okay. 
Two students, both black, were handed a two-day suspension after uh, republishing the video viewed by BuzzFeed News on a social media network, uh, on the social media page of a white student uh, saying the N-word <coughs> while criticizing gun reform. Mm -hmm. They told BuzzFeed that they didn't think it was fair that they were punished for drawing attention to racism among classmates. Let's see. I was a victim in the situation. Um, you all got mad at me for putting it out there, says Carmani Harris Jackson, 15-year-old sophomore at a Cabarrus High School. Um, speaking about the, the school administrators. Uh, Harris, who describes herself as a liberal, <laughs> shout out to you, uh, said that she started posting a um, Snapchat about gun reform after other students started slamming uh, the proposed walkout. Right? Uh, someone posted on Snapchat how the walkout would be stupid and how without guns we wouldn't. <laughs> oh, okay. All right. All right. Without guns, we wouldn't mm. what? Without guns, where are we? Shoot. Oh, we without without guns, we wouldn't have stuff today. We wouldn't have the stuff, any of the stuff we have today, and that we're wasting our time walking out. Harris Jackson said. She said that team. Uh, she said then um, posted a Snapchat story saying uh, people like herself were trying to take that were trying to take guns away. Oh, I'm sorry. She posted a story saying people like herself weren't trying to take guns away, but that she wanted more restrictions on who could buy them. Okay. She said, uh, a few white students who identified as conservative went back and forth uh, debating the gun reform via their Snapchat story February 21st. Mm -hmm. A white female student then recorded her friend, who also is a white <clears throat> Cabarrus High school student in a Snapchat video filmed in a car where she said they're putting laws on who can purchase a gun. No nigger. Hmm. <coughs> Guess the race. Um, yeah. BuzzFeed's, BuzzFeed News spoke via Instagram DM with the girl who said the N-word. Uh, who says she didn't want to speak about it. She had moved on. And that BuzzFeed had no right to cover it. Then she deleted her Instagram profile. Oh, wow. Okay. So. <clears throat> let's see here. Let's get to the part where. Uh, Harris took the racial slur to be a direct insult for her public Snapchat comments. Me and the me and the girl who said it were friends before this happened. Hmm. We had a class together. We talked. We would talk together. But as soon as I have a different difference in views, you called me a very harmful uh, racial slur. She said it in a jokey manner, but there was uh, boundaries of things you joke. Uh, there's boundaries of things you joke about, and that's not one of the things you joke about. Harris Jackson said. Well, so they all got suspended. <clears throat> How do you feel about this? I mean, give me your raw emotion. 
Huh? I'd be fucking some people up. <laughs> you suspend my baby. It's already a racist ass institution anyway. This okay. 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 Now the young girl who said the word, her and the other girl were friends. Correct. Quote unquote. They were friends. Allegedly. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But see, if that's your friend, if 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 that's your friend, then she would have already know like that N word is like, baby, that's 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 our word. That's not yours. That word belongs in Wakanda. And you can't come in Wakanda. So you get what I'm saying, but it's that that that's just that that's a lot to do with white privilege, though, because they just they, they. And that's another thing when you, when, when kids aren't educated on certain things, mm-hmm. but like white people like some white people know that n word is like a no no. It's like you you can't use it like at all at all, and you know. <clears throat> If that would have happened with my children, I just think that would have been, uh, that would have been, you know, completely, that would have ended differently with me. Um, in today's society, people feel as though, like, even a lot of these kids, even when they're not really truly educated on a lot of things socially, socially, culturally, economically, they figure they can say and do things, and then you know it's it's no um, repercussions. Yeah, it's no accountability for the things that they say, for their actions, because no one's holding them accountable for anything. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. No one's holding them accountable, and so that's why she said that. <clears throat> okay, here's my thing. Uh, yeah. Okay, one, you can't treat. Everyone on the same plane, right? Mm-hmm. This is what they tried to do. They tried to. This is what you, you get. This type of behavior from administration when you have zero tolerance policies, mm-hmm. which is just lazy shit. Yeah, boy, you shit. just want to. Basically, who gets the most harm out of zero tolerance policies are people of color. Mm-hmm. Let's just keep that one Two. Why are you suspending a girl for <clears throat> shedding light on mm-hmm. something? That was a racial slur that's, yeah. that's being... That was already public to begin with. Mm-hmm. So you're going to suspend her for retweeting or republishing a Snapchat that was already public. Yeah. Yeah. But they had to turn <clears throat> that story. They no, had to turn no, that story. That's, that's what I'm saying. This is... This is the, my whole point is what they are communicating to other black children is keep your mouth shut. Yeah. That's that's the whole point of this. Yeah. Keep your mouth shut. Don't you try to publicize the dirt in this town mm-hmm. and you know the dirt and, and the reality of what is here. Yeah. We want to keep a veil. Yeah. And keep <clears throat> an illusion of yeah. post racial society. Yeah, we gotta keep y'all whitewashed. We gotta keep y'all bright. We have to We don't want to wake you up. Yeah, we don't. We don't we don't want you social and culturally conscious. We don't want that. That's why we don't teach it in the schools. <clears throat> so that's what that that is gonna it's definitely gonna backfire, but that was the whole point of the administration dealing out those punishments to everyone. You know what I I wonder <clears throat> like if case like if that whole case happened here. In this town, 
Look at your facial expression. It just we really went all the way down. If that happened here, we would mm, fuck it. We would see a lot of those same people that were on the NAACP panel, mm-hmm. NAACP panel, mm-hmm. doling out the similar rulings, right? Yeah. And telling us, would they shoot out all of these facts and information about uh-huh. hey, we humanize your children? Mm-hmm. <clears throat> But they don't. They don't. They don't. It's it's just certain things. Because I'm a parent and because I have two black boys that are in the school system, that are are subject to a lot of things. Mm -hmm. See, they're young and they're impressionable. Mm -hmm. So they really don't know what's going on. It's like they just, why why am I being only singled out? They don't understand the, no, the gratification. No, the but I, you know, I tell my kids, it's because you're black. And let them know that. And it's like, you know, even with my children's teachers, well, you know, he says this and he says that. Like, it's a, it was a big thing with him with, this is my thing. If you, gotta, if you have to go to the bathroom, go. Like, if your teacher tell you you can't go to the bathroom, get up and go. She's like, but I'm going to get clipped down. I'm your mama. Mm-hmm. Fear me more than her. Okay, mm-hmm. got to come home to me. You belong to me. So it's like she clipped him down, then sent me a note home, and I flipped it. I, I turned it on the back. I <laughs> said what I said. I said if he has to go to the bathroom and you don't let him go, he's still gonna go. Mm-hmm. You 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 don't hold nobody back from going to the bathroom, and then here you is calling me while I'm at work, telling me, oh, he need to change the clothes because he don't. No, right, 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 no, right, right. he's gonna go to the bathroom. Even if not, oh well, that's the problem. Well, no, no. How's that a problem? I said so. If 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 you're sitting somewhere and you really have to go, and someone tells you no, what are you gonna do? You gonna tell them no? Excuse me, I have to go. Mm-hmm. And then you gonna get real loud, and then you gonna get real extra, and tell them to shut the hell up and get out. You know how white people do when they get mad? They point that finger. I'm gonna call your supervisor. What's the name? Yeah. Let me speak to a manager. (laughs) Yeah. Bullshit like that. So I tell my kids, like, you have rights. Just because they're an authority figure don't mean you you don't have rights. Like, don't ever be silent about anything. Just remember that I'm here to protect you. So what you can say, I will for you. So that's how I am with my kids, and that's why even at school, even with them trying to be vocal and, and say things, it's like they come to them and they hug them. But as they hugging them, it's like that whole, like, yes. Mm-hmm. Like, and, 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 and that's, only, that, that's been my biggest thing here in towns like that, in this article, and even towns here. It, even here, when it comes to race relations. It's a veil. It's a veil that's put on. Yeah, it is. It it's is. like the niceness and all. It's just really up north. Mm-hmm. Up north. Uh, there's a veil that they, they treat you nice. They, you would think they're your friend. Yeah. But behind closed doors yeah. is where the racism happens. Meaning closed doors in the offices. Mm-hmm. Closed doors in the houses. Mm-hmm. And that's the shit that we don't see, mm-hmm. and we don't see until the last minute, till it's already too late. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So, I think as far as like up north, like in here, 
there was a there was an unveiling after Trump got elected. Yeah. And leading up to uh-huh. the election, the campaign process. There was an unveiling because people felt emboldened to say racist shit. Yeah. And be racist and yeah. you know, be and all the bigoted, you know, actions that they felt emboldened at that time. Mm-hmm. And now you get this it's 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 a it's almost like a kickback of a recoil of that time. Because everybody at that time, like you got Everybody being feeling emboldened, saying that shit. We not gonna forget, right? Mm-hmm. Now you starting to feel ashamed because you, now you don't even want to be associated with Trump mm-hmm. and you know his whole whatever he stands for, right? You don't want to be associated associated with it. You want to benefit from it, but you don't want to be associated with it. Mm-hmm. So now you're going back to the, hey buddy, hey, we appreciate you. We, you know what I'm saying? We oh, like sure. everything. You know, and then you. That's the veil that's placed over your eyes and make you more comfortable with being around them than your own people. Mm-hmm. And that's what they do to keep <coughs> everybody separated. And that's why, you know, I'm going to be doing what I'm going to be doing. Uh, yeah. <coughs> yeah. And people going to see them. Man. I was just keeping it to myself. I know. I <laughs> <laughs> that's even being here and seeing that and then trying to you know tell someone who's been living here their entire life that you you, you don't see what I see because my my lens my vantage point is I've seen how they are mm-hmm. I've seen how they use methods to divide and conquer mm-hmm. they're going to divide us so they can still you get what I'm saying stay stay in place stay you know stay on top of things mm-hmm. Keep shit in order because that's what they want to do. Like even here, you know, even here when you work at a a, a a place of business and you don't see any black in the minute, any anyone of color, any person of color, any African American, any African American in 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 those places in administration or HR, or anything, you don't see where especially are, not in those areas. You that, you don't those see them. Employment like HR. Uh, any place where it has to do with hiring, it's very, very rare to see that. Yeah, yeah. And that's 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 strategic. Yeah, yeah. So I'm, you know, it's being here, and and just just everywhere you turn, it's like God, God damn. It's like I'm used to seeing me over here and me over there, and my kids over here, and my kids over there, and it's like I. You don't feel represented here, right? Uh, at all. At all. I, th- this town, the African Americans have no identity. And coming from a place that is completely culturally diverse, the African Americans, we represented ourselves. We didn't need anybody to do that for us. Mm-hmm. You know, even though it's a lot of things going on in Chicago, yet and still. It's representation, though. It is. Mm-hmm. But here, with this small town and, and the African-American community, it's like, where they at? Where, like, where are the people who are actually going to open up their mouths and really be bold and say this and say that? Who are not docile. Yeah. Who, who, who's who's, who's going to, you know, really look, look them in the face and say, no, I see you, you don't care. Don't sit over here and tell me that you do. 
You want to throw some numbers in my face. You want to throw off this PowerPoint. You want to tell me, oh, well, these are the statistics and this is this and that and that. But, like, at the end of the day, like, you 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 trying to sidewind me. Like, they try to use, all, like, a whole bunch of shit to try to confuse you. Like, to really try to navigate to you. you. Yeah, to try to navigate. Yeah. Like, no, nigga, no. I, I said what I said. <laughs> Bring it back to the point. Where I, I said what I said. <laughs> so, like, why you steady trying to, you know, use all those big words? Like, I'm not with that shit. I know what it mean. But, like, come on back. Because, like, I'm still going to make my point. Mm-hmm. Like how my grandma used to say, when you get done with all that hollering, <laughs> you still going to go sweep that flow. <laughs> <laughs> when you get done rolling on, is you done? Are, are you done? When you get with all of that, you know grandmas used to say that. When you get done crying, you still gonna sweep that flow. So when you get done trying to tell me all this bullshit, I'm I'm still gonna make my point. Mm-hmm. I'm still gonna make my point. It's this whole, you know, passive mentality. Everybody, I still want to keep the peace. Mm. The whole, uh, not to offend you, I'm not yeah. picking on you. Yeah, but. I'm not picking the fuck. Yes, I, yes, I am picking on you. <laughs> yes, the fuck I am. Oh God, that's crazy. Yeah, yes, I am picking on you. Yes, yes, I am picking on you. I'm, I'm saying what I need, what what needs to be said, what needs to be voiced completely. You know, a lot of issues in this in in the African American community, and a lot of issues even. Okay, how do you feel about the oh, we need to have the conversation X Y Z. That whole think thinking. I, I I think the the conversation needs to be. Needs to needs to be addressed simply because I think once it's addressed and openly in front of everybody and not behind a keyboard and not behind your phone, you know, where it can actually be dealt with with real and raw emotions, maybe that'll start something. Hmm. Maybe that'll connect some people. Maybe that'll get them to see that this is what you've been living around your whole entire life. Okay, with that being said, we're going to do a round table. <laughs> <laughs> yes, we are. And the round table is going to be led by Stephanie Seeley X. No, um, okay, okay. She's going to, what's it called, moderate it? Is that what you got? Yeah, I'm just, yeah. Okay, yeah, yeah cool. I'm just so going to sit gonna... there. I'm just because, you know me, like if somebody say something and oh. But that's your thing as a moderator though. You can do that. So we're going to bring round table here. We're going to try to get Really cool people, really knowledgeable people, and have just cool discussions. Cause Stephanie put me on to Roundtable. <laughs> she been telling me for years, but she once she sent me the video of like a a, a, a efficiently ran Roundtable, mm-hmm. and I was like, yo, that that is dope. Because yeah. the conversation was. The conversations that were being had were dope, and they were moderated, and it was a structured conversation. It wasn't nobody yelling, you know what I'm saying? It was just like, but this is it was the, cool. But this is what this is what this is the only thing that I think. Even when you want to do a roundtable here, that unlike me and you, that are culturally and socially and economically aware of the things that are going on in the black community, not even here, but everywhere. Mm-hmm. I think some people are just limited to, to in this town and the mm-hmm. things that go on in this this black culture here. Right. Which is, you know, it's a list of things. It's fairly non existent. 
it's a list of things that you know I'm gonna say. Yeah, yeah. But I'm gonna leave that shit alone. Okay. I'm gonna leave that shit alone because um, I'm just gonna leave. This is what I will say: that the 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 only way to do anything efficiently is together. And if it's if it's division between men and women, if, between black men and women, we really not gonna go anywhere. Things are really not gonna, you know, progress at all, at all. And in this town, th- there's a sort of like this this big chasm. It's kind of like the seven great lakes, <laughs> the Red Sea, the Indian Ocean. The Nile River of like shit between mm-hmm. black men and women here. Like even in the black community, like the kids are really not properly educated on um on their own culture. They're not. They are not. They are not. So, like I said, <laughs> the round table <laughs> discussions. We'll be coming soon. Uh, this is a preview mm-hmm. of the things that we're going to talk about. Um, yeah, man. I'm excited. One of the things we're going to talk about, one of the things we're going to talk about is even on what what I was, um, it's called the Grapevine TV. It's on YouTube. And they give a list of, you know, they, they have a lot of top of topics. And one was... Interracial dating and pro blackness, or how did it go? Pro black. That's the one that stuck out the most with me, mm-hmm. because you know, being here, I've seen a lot of interesting things, and one thing I have seen is the number of African American men with with you white women, and and uh, yes, I am going to take it there because no, I'm saying I'm not talking about what we talk about. No, I'm okay. not going to do that. Okay. No, no, I'm not going to do that. Okay. And 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 and. In that conversation that they I were having, I, I will cut this thing, bro. I'm not gonna cut. I'm, I'm, damn it, nigga, be, can I be good? Okay, okay that's what I'm saying. Can I be good? Be, be nice. Can I be good? Can I be good? And not, not on some, not to, not to pick on <clears> you <throat> shit. You okay. Yeah. Because he can say something mean. It, seeing that was just a lot for me. And then, and 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 seeing when what? I first got here, seeing so many black men with white women. Uh-huh. That made that when I first got here, that made me angry, because I, I was mad at that because I wasn't used to seeing that. Mm-hmm. I was used to seeing me with 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 my men, like like black hey, men and women. Talking, when I first got here, it was a culture shock too. Like, <laughs> I was like, they they date white girls up here? Yeah. Like I I can't. I'm over it. Yep. I. <laughs> And uh, yeah, I, I I remember that. I remember that aspect. Like, like for real? That's what. Like, yeah. You you ever seen um, American Pimp when uh, Foot Phil Moore Slim <clears throat> talking about when he went to California? I don't even remember American Pimp. Have it's I a seen documentary that? the Hughes brothers did on pimps, like real life pimps. He was like, that's he him. was from Louisiana. He said he came up to California. He said, I see you brothers with white girls. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah. I, I did. I, I, I got upset about that. It was like, God, like damn, you can't find no sister? You, you don't want a sister? But I had to understand that everything isn't for everybody. 
and that sometimes even in, in communities like this where black women aren't truly valued that that's the root of the problem yeah it's the value yeah yeah the, the value of black women in, in certain communities are, are little to nothing are technical to non-existent mm-hmm. and a lot of people have to realize the only reason that community is thriving is because of us the only way it is growing, the only way it is evolving is because of black women. It's because we, 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 we are. We, we, we are the man, but we are the man behind the cape or however you want to say it. Mm-hmm. It's, it's usually us making shit happen. It's usually us sitting in those town hall meetings, rallying and doing this and creating and developing things. Organizing. All of that. So it's... It's like the the value of of black women here in this town is I, I don't see it, I don't, and I think that that's why there are so many uh, black men with white women here, and maybe that's just the culture here, but um, I've come to 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 see that the programming when it comes to um, when it comes to black women, it's 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 a pro it's it's programmed in people's minds that black women are angry, we're negative, we're bitter, we just have these attitudes and when we open up our mouth it's never nothing positive. But it's like take all of those things and put it in a a, a, a white woman or a Hispanic woman or an Asian woman and she's a, a a feminist. She's an activist. She's praised. And 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 that is how it is. Like she take no shit. She's she's a um you know um no ass kisser. She doesn't do this. She demands respect and it's praise. But when it's with black women, all of those all of those all good, those things are criminalized. Yeah, all of those things are are super negative. And it's like, damn, can can I be me? Can I speak very loudly? Can I say this? Can I say that? It's like. You know, being a black woman is, 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 is very stressful because we always have to hustle our worth wherever we go. We always have to hustle our worth. We always have to be this way, and we can't really be ourselves, and we really can't say this, and we really can't say that. Because people are always, I'm looking, I'm, I'm looking for her to snap. I'm, I'm looking for her to do the whole little attitude thing. Like, damn, we all not like that, though. Mm-hmm. I am, but we all not like that. We all not we all not like that, and it's like I get it. Everything isn't for everybody. It isn't for everybody. And You're black so women, right there. <laughs> black women are not for everybody. We are not for the faint of heart. But a lot of people also have to understand that black women and black men, like a lot of black women, are broken to some degree. Just I said like, yeah. some, and um, black men yeah. are too. And it's that whole you know generational you know, bullshit that's been passed down down and steady passed down. And it's like, you know, in other races, it's not like that. In other races, you don't see white men dogging the fuck out of they women. Where? Publicly. Right. Oh, you talk, yeah, you talking about as far as like, yeah, yeah, like, publicly meaning like, uh, like them little, especially with social media, you get to see it now because everybody has a platform and a voice, right? Yeah. You'll see the uh, white girls doing it better, and you'll see that shit online. 
Yeah. I've never seen that with no 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 black I mean no white guy. It is a like, saying. You see black dudes say that all the time. Yeah, but it's a saying. It said if um I'm trying to see how I say. If you want to see a nation divided, look at the men and women or something like that. But that goes without saying. This is my thing. Don't don't always try to point out the negative in black women because people have to understand that when you talk about black women, you talk about all black women. Like when you talking about Keisha, you talking about your mama too because your mama black. So it's like it it it, it bothers me because <laughs> once again. Once again, the value of us, the programming of us in a negative way is so fucked up because it's like I can't talk the way I want to talk. I have to like. You have to shrink yourself. I have to. And I don't want to do that. I don't want to do that. Why can't why can't I truly voice my opinion the why way I voice it? Why can't you be accepted it? as you are? Exactly. Why can't I say this? Why can't I say that? And then once I open up my mouth and I begin to speak this and I begin to speak that, it's like, whoa. Like, no, it's not a whoa. The thing is, this is what I've come to realize when it comes to that whole angry black women narrative. It's because we're right. And the minute we get to open up our mouths and we're speaking truth, it's like, oh, wow. And you don't know, you really don't know how to register that. You really don't know how to say, well, wow, she's right. Mm-mm. Yes. No, no, I'm saying it, it's deeper than that. Because who you're speaking to is the black male, right? Yeah. And a lot of times when they hear you say these things, they're mm-hmm. taking it in with ego. Yeah. And your message is always going to be convoluted. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. It's, 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 it's always going to be misinterpreted. It's always going to, it's never going to be received. Because of taking it in with, 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 with that toxic male ego. Yeah, and, and that's everywhere. That's everywhere. Because even, even when I was in Chicago and I was working at a man, as a manager, like I had to be like really abrasive. I had to be aggressive only because of that was my position. And as a manager, you have to do that. And then it was like I was always, you know, everybody, oh, why are you so angry, baby? Why are you so angry? I'm not angry. Shit, I'm doing my job. But it's looked at. You're being assertive and stern, and it's looked at as angry and aggressive. When, like you said, if it would have been somebody else, it would have been looked at in a different light. But when we have this round table, I'm really gonna, you know, bring out the the whole, you know, black intelligent thing. Because right now I'm just ranting and raving. I'm just, you know, speaking my mind on the whole. Like we just, <laughs> we just. Oops. We just going, you know, I'm just saying a couple of things that are on my mind. Some of the things that I've been seeing here, um, you know, like even in the workplace. Like, I, I know, like, I look different than what I see here. Because I come from such a, uh, as Brentel doesn't like that word, urban. Like, I say urban because, like, I like, I, I, I like the word. Urban to me means, like, ghetto fancy. No, I took, but. To everyone else who uses that word, mm-hmm. urban just means black. Yes. Well, I dress black as fuck. No, I. It's okay. Like it's to me, urban is 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 is, is nigger. Okay. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> I get, I get where that it. I get where that point yeah, come from. You I get say it, but I don't want to hear. The, you know what I'm saying? I'm but it's like because I'm I'm tall and then with the big natural hair and the wraps and it's just the way I deliver how I look. Like you're not used to seeing that. 
they're not used to seeing that here. So it's always the stare. Like, even at the job that I'm working at now, like, wow. And even when I just recently had an episode where one of the women at my job wanted to touch my hair. Oh, that. Speaking of that, bro, I watched, I watched The Wrinkle in Time, right? <laughs> so the, the little boy, the little white boy, he, was, he liked the girl, the little black girl. So he like, I really like your hair. I really like your hair. He said it multiple times throughout the movie, and I was just thinking to myself, Bitch, you better not let this nigga touch your motherfucking head. Oh, I'm tearing this whole theater up. Like, I was thinking, like, hey, well, you better not have this man touch her damn You. Head. She you a black woman. Yeah, she know. She know better. She it's kind of like that. I was, I was going to be done with her. I was going to be done with her. That's <laughs> for real. And my whole heart was going to be Anybody who knows, like, sleep, you, but I was going to be done with her. You better not touch no black woman. This is my thing. You got to be my man. I'm talking about you. First off, you got to be paying some bills in my house, in this house that that we have together, because you're my husband. When you touching my head, nigga, I am Mrs. We have a joint bank account and everything, nigga. We got assets, okay? We got joint property in our name before you can touch my head, nigga. And even when you want to try to pull it, when we getting in, when we having sex, nigga, please. I done had about three of your kids already. Like, that's just how I feel. Like, everybody already knows, like, don't ever touch a black woman's hair. It's kind of like, that's in, like, that whole, that, that, that whole book of black women. Like, that's number one. That's in bold red print. That's, like, right there. Do not touch a black, you better, don't touch my hair. But this incident came up where I had my hair in, like, this wrap one day. And it was up, and she was like, oh, your hair is so pretty. I just love the color. It's red. Can I touch it? I said, see, maybe someone. <laughs> now, at that moment, at that moment in my mind. I feel like we need, like, a score. music. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like, at that moment in my mind, <clears throat> should I say, bitch, if you touch my motherfucking hair. We just had a reenactment. You going to draw back a nub, or should I just say, <laughs> Or should I just say, um, baby, you, you can't touch a black woman's hair. That goes for anybody. That goes for kids. Like, I don't even let my kids touch my hair. My kids don't even touch my daughter's hair. Like, that's just how that is. Like, I tell my kids, right, if you get, you better, talk about mommy, oh, but it's so, it touch my hair. And I knock off. <laughs> that's just me. That's That's just how I am. Like, don't touch my hair. Don't touch my hair. Like, I even tell, like, my nieces and all of them, like, your hair's your crown. If you give people permission to touch it, that gives them permission to take it off. So, like, don't touch my hair, nigga. Not ever. You got to be my husband, though. For real. Like, marry me, and then you can touch my hair. Then right, you can we'll smell leave, it. We'll leave it. We'll leave it. We'll leave the show on that note. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Get, Solange has a song that says, don't touch my hair. Yeah, don't don't touch it. Um, okay, so we got the don't don't table. touch it though. Yeah, yeah, okay. Right. Bertel, no, Bertel. <laughs> Silly thing. Okay, let me tell you. Let me tell you all. Bertel took his daughters to Journeys, right? So I'm talking to his daughter Ava and Elaine, and I'm telling them, like, um, don't ever let anybody don't don't let nobody touch your hair. Your daddy can touch it because he's doing it, but when you get a little bit, don't don't have nobody touch your hair. Mm-hmm. Don't let no man 
don't let nobody tell. Why? Because black women mm-hmm. don't have, don't like to have their hair touched. Don't put your hands in my hair. Don't do it. I, I even told her, tell them, do the fingers. <laughs> do the steely fingers. Until you do, nigga, touch my hair. Touch my, touch my hair. If you want to. Yeah. You gonna draw back a nub, nigga. You gonna be like when she was shaving, mister. <laughs> That music, Seely. that music that they she, were playing yeah, she fixing the shame nigga <laughs> yeah <laughs> I'm telling you that's exactly how it's gonna be but yeah just wanted to let you all know that we're gonna have we're gonna do some round table discussions we're gonna really try to you know, spread some awareness, educate. Keep the conversations going. I mean, they, they, it's, it, like, we're not going to get anywhere as a community mm-hmm. until we start having tough conversations amongst one another. Yes. And, you know, able to address things that, you know, been going wrong and whatnot in the community. So, with that being said, uh, we'll be getting y'all information about the roundtable um, conversations that we're going to have. Um, okay. I have anything. You have anything else? No. Okay. So, um, until next episode. Hey, 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 hey. Podcast every day. <laughs> <laughs>